2: Little Legends podcast is a Prediction Esports production. Support us by subscribing to the Prediction Esports podcast channel on your favorite podcast provider. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Little Legends Podcast. I am your host, the Blovins. Joining me as always is Boop. What's up, man? It's uh it's going good. How about yourself, my friend? It's going great. It's I feel nice and revitalized. Had a little like mini vacation, doing some Overwatch stuff. And now I'm back, ready for that TFT grind. <laughs> yeah, broski, ready for that TFT Dude, grind. So ready for it. the TFT.
3: To- totally Bro. tubular. Totally tubular TFT. Already, yeah. And yeah. Just
2: like that, we're already off topic, but that's okay, because guess what? <laughs> we don't have... A three-hour pass to talk about this episode. <laughs> Thank God, man! At the, by the end of the last
3: episode, it's a good episode if you guys go it back is. and listen to it. But like, at, by the end of the last episode, I was pretty sure my eyes just like stopped working because like <laughs> when we're when we're like doing this stuff, right? Like yeah. we we're like either like looking at the camera, and sometimes you just start like I just started getting like this tunnel vision, yeah, right? And then and then like there was a point where you're like, all right, you read, and I was like, wait. <laughs> where am i Where, w- w- like in my head i you know i think i played it off pretty good but like i probably had like a good like two minute period where you were talking about something and like just static
2: it was just going <laughs> was going oh, on that, in that my was head. because i was just making a static noise for two minutes don't worry okay that was what actually okay. happened uh, i had nothing relevant to say anyway so not <laughs> a problem there um <laughs> But we will be talking all about, let's see, what are we talking about today? Oh, Twitch Rivals, we had that happen at TwitchCon, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We also, so thankfully, because we had our very long <laughs> patch episode last week, the announcement of TFT Competitive and all the things in that tweet from Riot Maple Nectar, I think is the name Mm -hmm. uh or that post rather by him uh we didn't talk about that last episode we're gonna delve deep into that because that's very very exciting for the show and also for us because we're i mean we're we got some skin in the game we've got some casting i mean there's not too many people that have casted more than us honestly this true only handful uh, so we are some of the foremost casters of tft right? <laughs> i'm just putting it out there I, I, I sorry i didn't mean for that laugh to be as hearty as
3: <laughs> as it I was mean, of
2: the like 10 total people that have casted tft <laughs> we are about 20 percent of that so it's a pretty sizable chunk <laughs>
3: Yeah. Um, uh I, I appreciate it. Um it it's true though. Like casting TFT is super fun, man. Yes. I, I really, really enjoy it. And just the thought of getting more opportunities about it is uh it's mm-hmm. it is it's good to wet the whistle in that way. I think uh, i misused that colloquialism. Take, you just, but you just take the little, 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 little. Yeah, you just gotta, gotta wet
2: your mouth a little bit. Wet the mouth, wet the whistle. Yeah, gotta wet it. yeah, yeah I, I actually do, yeah. uh you know, while we're on this while we're on the topic of uh of tangents, I actually over the weekend got to meet some of our fellow TFT casters, uh, Necra Kenobi, who's actually in the chat right now. Got to meet old Kenobes for the first time in real life, and uh, Paul as well. So that was really cool meeting them, talking some TFT uh, in a room full of Overwatch League people who had <laughs> no had no uh, want whatsoever to uh, talk TFT. And then, of course, me, when people would mention TFT, I'd be like,
3: oh, you should listen to the Little Legends podcast. I hear it's really great.
2: And they're like, why, why are you making that stupid voice and very clearly trying to make it sound like someone else is saying that? And I go, <laughs> I
3: don't know. I'm going to leave now.
2: Mickey Mouse? Um, Mickey yeah, so, Mouse is a fan of TFT? It's true. No, not only a fan of TFT, but a fan of Little Legends podcast. You heard it here, oh, folks. Oh, wow. The, yeah, the uh, House of Mouse. Um, the podcast um, listeners will are none the wiser. <laughs>
3: Exactly. No, you know, you know, what's so funny to me, like to think about is the fact that like, if you were to like 30 years ago, tell our parents and be like, hey, we're gonna have friends that we're gonna know for years and never meet in person. And they're not going to be from like summer camp, they're going to be from this thing called the internet. Like, like think about it right just, yeah. just the fact that we have such like an awesome community without mm-hmm. actually having to be in the same room together like we we're growing up in, in in good times in that regard but yes uh outside you know but i was I, I was definitely getting some fomo i would have definitely helped uh pretend that someone else was talking about our podcast <laughs> uh
2: that whole time i mean i'm all about self-promotion yeah i mean uh, same same honestly but uh Long story short, that was very fun. And uh, we had a, a roller coaster week, actually, kind of transitioning into our normal housekeeping here. Had a crazy good uh, week for downloads on the new episodes. Uh, I think our not last episode, but the episode before uh hit 600 downloads for hey. on our feed that's not counting the prediction feed which you guys need to make sure that you're uh subscribing to as well and the just overall just really huge we've been seeing growth every week week over week it's been Absolutely fantastic. So thank you to everyone who has been tuning in and listening. I know we're getting new listeners from all over the world uh, every week. So uh, hello and thank you everyone who has been listening. And guys, if you haven't already, make sure you go to your favorite iTunes platform and search for Prediction. That's uh Esports. We are on there. That is going to be the number one way to support us Uh Getting in on that feed. I know I, I'm giving you a little update here. We're still still not number one on the on the prediction, which We're is number great, two, I believe. Which is great because we have some. There's some really great other shows on there. Dota two show, Smash Bros. Uh, I, I believe there's a Call of Duty World League show. There's an esports business show. There's all sorts of really great shows on there that you need to make sure uh that you are following as well i'm i personally am gaining a lot from it just from learning about the other scenes i know it's always tough if you want to dabble in other esports uh you can be so laser focused on one or two uh but predictions is a really great way to get some exposure to all of them uh so really really great uh, uh really really great there um and guys on those feeds both ours and on predictions make sure you're leaving itunes reviews uh we had some really great ones come in last week i don't th- i double i checked i didn't see any new ones this week so if you do get the chance make sure you leave a uh a, a star review as well as a written review we will read it on the show and that uh really does help us as well growing the show and keeping us up at the top of the chats. <laughs> 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 last piece uh, last piece of uh, promo at least at the beginning here <laughs> we did launch our Patreon last week patreon.com slash little legends podcast and Boop and I are we have we got some goals and some uh, tier levels on there already but we're looking for new ideas we've already got uh, an idea of some Patreon exclusive stuff that we're actually going to be doing during the break today uh, so if you guys do want to see that content you do want to support the show even more than just listening you can go over to patreon.com slash little legends podcast. But let's move on here and talk about our week in TFT. Boop, I know uh, in the pre-show you were talking about uh, maybe some uh, struggles with this patch. Um. Okay. Okay. Don't just like be like boop. You suck. Talk about it. Whoa. Whoa. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I tried man. to serve. I tried to serve you a nice softball there. To... Um. Uh, I'm feeling attacked. Uh, no. Uh.
3: It's because it's true. Uh. The, uh <laughs> I'm feeling so the attacked p- because I'm getting attacked literally. <laughs> it's like someone's like punching me in the face. Right. I'm feeling attacked. Um. No. Okay. So I was actually. I was very open about how scared I was for this patch in general, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think dodge is pretty frustrating. It's a frustrating mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, you know, I, I've been I've been pretty open about my feelings towards uh, what this patch might be, and that all came to fruition once I started playing. And so, let me tell you a statistic. According to my uh, blitz overlay that I've been using for regular league and TFT, um, I did not get anything over seventh for seven straight
1: games. <laughs> oh, when,
3: yeah, yeah. When the when the patch ranked. Split, in ranked and so oh. i had i had at least made so, yeah i had at least made some leeway before the patch because the last patch was i thought was pretty great right um at least for me right and then uh, during this time this this was probably even more frustrating was i was playing with my husband there is um uh, i'm sure we'll talk about it when we go to poster comp because the admiral admiral john john posted one Oh, yeah, I, I
2: definitely posted that one. I yeah. definitely <laughs> grabbed that
3: one. <laughs> uh, where, where I'm eighth and he's first, right? And that was just like the moral of the story. He ended up getting higher ranked than me, and he's a Yordle one trick, and that was just like <laughs> not okay, right? Like, I hate Yordles, and to see this see this man that I supposedly love, right, <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> run Yordles day after day and then get a higher rank than me, I was like, I, I gotta stop this. I have to stop this and then i sat down and i was like okay i'm gonna do some studying because you know i try to do it myself right because i was like i'm a good player i could probably figure it out mm-hmm. um and then i just like wasn't getting it you know what i mean uh and then i finally heard someone say on a stream this is a slower game and then i was like wait that's the ticket right i'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm taking too much time all right i'm spending i'm doing two things too early i like i like playing early game stuff and uh what what is that? What is it's that? gnar.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh for those and, uh, of you in podcast world, this is what you're missing out on the live show. I have a nar plushie that I'm when Boop is God, looking I hate away. So is
4: much. Looking away, I just put and, up to the camera. <laughs>
3: And then I was like, okay. And then finally someone was like, it's a slower game now. You got to think about later game. econing's more popular. And I was like, okay, let me try that. And then all of a sudden I haven't gotten lower than fourth since I started okay. econing a okay. little bit more. And so because I refuse to play Assassins in Yordles, which is... A big issue <laughs> um uh but i'm like steadfast in my boycott uh okay. but the and, and that's a personal thing i don't know why i just like don't think assassins is that fun so i just don't like playing it mm-hmm. um i've been playing a lot of knights a lot of rangers yep. um I, I just love rangers i it's just so satisfying to see ash attack quickly for some mm-hmm. reason It's like, oh, yeah and the sound it makes is like super asmr-ish um and uh yeah so i've been doing like knights rangers i love sejuani so that's mm. been working out good i haven't won any but i've gotten nothing lower than fourth so that's i've been good. able to get i got all the way back up to plat three after dropping
2: oh that's not bad
3: um yeah 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 i dipped my toe in gold once more
2: when you uh, said you got but, seventh that many games in a row i'm like oh god are you silver <laughs> <laughs> no i got close to gold two i believe
3: okay. and then i i, I was oh, able actually to a pretty bring good it, climb back up yeah, I got a lot of seconds. But yeah, the Knights Rangers has been very, very friendly to mm-hmm. me. Uh, but yeah, that's been that's been my week. It was really frustrating. Then I, I learned to like appreciate this meta a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um that it's 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 just interesting how things have just by tempo of the game, by changing the amount of damage you take mm-hmm. per round and per star level, changes what kinds of comps and who is better. Yeah, Right? It's not even just balance changes with the characters, right? That that change all that stuff. It's just how much damage you take. Because yep. all of a sudden, since the games are lasting longer, four cost units all get stronger. Yep. Right. And that's just something that I, I needed to click for me. Um and I'm sure a lot of other people out there, uh, because that was a that was a big thing that I was not getting because the last meta was much quicker.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh I have not been able to delve super deep into actually playing this patch yet because I was gone this weekend. There's only what a couple other days besides that that the patch has even been out. Uh, so I've just been watching streams. I watch Twitch rivals. I've been trying to absorb as much information. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos from different top level players. And just really trying to get what what I like to do when a new patch comes out is I I just can't start playing ranked I just have too much ladder anxiety I can't I can't do it right off the bat so I'm playing normal I have a I have a a little Legends podcast Smurf that I'm using that's at like silver right now that when, if I want to actually queue up ranked I'll go in there hmm. and I am at the point now where I'm just trying to like soft force a comp like I have. I have a few, like, comps in the back of my mind. Like, there's six knights, there's the hyper roll knights, there's actually the four wild sork build that I was running last patch that's actually still pretty good. Then there's assassin. There's, like, I've got a couple of, like, frameworks of builds out there, and if I see one early, I just force it and just see where it can go. Like, if I hard commit at this point in the game, I'm at least learning, like, okay... I shouldn't be committing this early. If I get the Akali early, don't just go all in on assassins. Uh, actually, that, that that's not what I found to be the case. By the way, the opposite <laughs> of that is what I found. If you do Akali's get the Akali, the best unit in the game. Yeah, yep. if you do find the Akali, just go all in on it. Uh, and and other things that like if I see these top players like, Faye, who we see uh, is the queen of the Heroes Earth fight nights, she tweeted out uh, that. Um, Frozen not frozen heart, what's it called? Um I'm I'm blank glacier tear No, Tier plus uh chest. I'm like forgetting all chainmail vest. Um I'm forgetting but, my
3: Yeah, that's frozen heart. Oh I'm not forgetting <laughs> Stupid me. Trust yeah. yourself. Trust
2: yourself. I'm You're so
3: stupid. You is good. Okay. You is, we've got, you we've is got, smart.
2: We <laughs> mean no go high school, but we've got <laughs> we've got the uh, we've got everyone confirmed. So yeah, Frozen Heart, broken right now, or at least very, very good, especially with Assassin. So I'm like, I'm just gonna build that no matter what. Just like I used to build Morello's and uh, guardian angels just like no matter what uh now it's like okay it's frozen heart and infinity edge are the two really big things right now infinity Mm -hmm. edge and and after watching uh riot mort's uh, mort dog streams uh they're probably nerfing infinity edge at the very latest next patch 9.2 um, so it's pretty good right now. So I'm just like I'm just like pushing the limits of like what I can force, what I should automatically build, and then from there I'll start to get some more combinations, build out some more versatility. Um, I just haven't had the time. Normally by now I'd be at a point where it's like, okay, I'm I'm playing some ranked games, I'm getting a feel for like what's good and what's not. Now I'm just like a little bit further behind because I couldn't play it all during the weekend, but. I've definitely, uh, after watching Twitch Rivals, have been inspired to build some new stuff and been having a lot of uh, uh, fun uh, testing some stuff out. I'm going to be doing more of that during the week, but... Let's move on here and talk about uh, Twitch Rivals for a little bit. But before we do that, I actually wanted to... Uh, I forgot another thing that I wanted to bring up earlier. Uh, we mentioned the Heroes Hearth tournament. We, uh, myself and Boop, have casted the Heroes Hearth Fight Nights. Um, I'm going to post a link in the description below, guys. They are looking for sign-ups. If you're, grand ma- if you're a diamond or higher, fill out the sign-up, and you could be on the Heroes Hearth fight night uh, match as a player and uh, they're really great people. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really fun event to play and a really fun event for me to cast as well, so uh, if you do want to be up on the screen, on the big screen, or I guess the the little screen, millions of little screens, uh, definitely check that out. I will be posting the link in the description below, but let's move on here and talk about Twitch Rivals, and I mean... <laughs> Just talking about Fight Night. We have a Fight Night alumnus here taking it down. That is Cloud9's Jishrita. Huge (laughs) win. Jishrita. Huge win. Huge Huge. win for him. Uh, Representing
3: Brazil and South America. Love it. Um, They don't get a lot of uh, eSports glory. So it's cool. Uh, They, uh, you know, going back to kind of like a little bit of what you said, I know I'm kind of jumping in here. It's all good. But. But, like, again, how a different meta can affect different players, mm-hmm. right? Jay Shrita did not play well during the Omega Esports League. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, or, or, or yeah, it was, yeah, it was uh, Omega OEL. Esports League, yep. right? And so, like, he he was struggling throughout. I don't think he finished um, over, like, fourth at, more than once. Yeah. I think, uh, at least when we were casting. And all of a sudden, he wins Twitch uh, Twitch Rivals, right? Mm-hmm. And so, again, it's just, like, some of these things, it's just, like this puzzle is easier for me to solve than this one. Yep. And that's just like how it goes sometimes.
2: Well, the other, the other thing about Jay Shrita for this tournament specifically, uh, and, uh, I'll talk, we'll talk about the final standings, uh, in just a second, but for Jay Shrita, he had to, he wasn't one of the invited players. He had to go through and actually play through the qualifiers at TwitchCon and make it to the finals to play. It wasn't, he, you know, he didn't, place in the top eight of the last Twitch Rivals event, which uh, was the automatic invite, you know, uh, Soju and Delicious Milk and a bunch of other players were just invited players for that. Uh, there was an open division in there as well, and we saw some players that we actually know. I know um, uh, Workhorse from Heroes Hearth was actually playing, and that Kamer, the gamer who's in our community also was playing in that event, and I saw a number of other familiar names that were playing in that, but Jay Shrita was also in the same boat as all those players had to go through, and I think in this event specifically, where the meta is so brand new, I mean, it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the event was on Saturday, so you had three days to actually practice, and how many of those days were traveling to twitchcon getting settled in how many you know how many hours were you in your hotel the night before grinding the <laughs> the new mm-hmm. patch i i can only imagine i know for me it really depends on what mindset you're in right like if you're at those events you want to kind of you know, take it easy, treat it almost like a vacation. But a player like Jay Shrita, who comes from the competitive Heroes of the Storm uh, background, he's been a professional esports athlete for some time. And you get into that like that killer instinct mindset, and you're putting everything towards it. And he actually got... It was almost a benefit for him to have to go through that, because he just got to play more matches <laughs> going into it. Uh, just well, the other,
3: the other crazy thing about him is he... Killed it too, right? Yeah. I think he, I think in every single lobby that he was in, he ended up getting uh, f- uh, the most amount of points or tied for the most amount of points uh, throughout every single uh, wave of lobbies that he was in, which is absolutely nuts. Like, if you're looking at some of these standings, like for the winners' lobbies, like that he had to go through, yeah. right? He didn't finish below second. Yeah insane uh through uh, through those three lobbies and like that kind of consistency is rewarded in tft and he gets mm-hmm. rewarded uh this time around as well but yeah good i mean that's a lot of games that's a lot of time to commit mm-hmm. and while he's been playing tft and maybe could commit that time it's also cool seeing some other names from like a bunch of different games mm-hmm. uh here too you've got like the odd one who's a league of legends uh, legend, Kefri was here as well, Hafu, like all those people from the ecosystem of esports all come mm-hmm. together to playing TFT is a super cool thing to think about.
2: Yeah, it was really cool, but you know, obviously playing playing a little bit favorites here, obviously Ben uh <laughs> a familiar name uh to us specifically as we've casted him and I've actually played with him in the Heroes Earth event. Just really nice to see him uh do well. Uh, yep. and, and take home sixteen grand. Not, not a bad little haul for a weekend of TFT, I must say. Um, <laughs> it almost pays for TwitchCon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no comment. Uh, but the final standings of the event were Jay Shruta in first with 16.2 K uh, to his name for that. Second was Hafu, as you mentioned, with eleven uh eleven point one K. Uh, K3 Soju, another Cloud9 uh, member, 8.6k in third place. Skara rounding out the top four at 6.1k. Sleet TFT, who was another—I um, want to call them grinders—but that I, I mean they were a qualifier. They did not get an invite. They were—they played through the um, the qualifier event. Sleet with 3.9k again. Just as, as someone who you know. Maybe obviously they had to be a streamer of some sort, but I was checking. I you know I did a little bit of research on and and was looking at these people's Twitter. You know, Sleet, you know, is not a gigantic streamer with thousands and thousands of followers and whatnot. Like he's got a couple hundred followers, like a respectable stream. It's like you go in and you're crushing it. Like it's so cool to see that like you can be. You don't need to be at the top echelon of streamers to be a really good player and perform well at these tournaments. Um, And then rounding out the top eight was Disguised Host with 2.7K and Dog, Uh, 2.5K to him. Really just, I mean, the Twitch Rivals events to me are just like, they're just a cool, it's a cool way to do it. Because they've Mm -hmm. kind of um, taken that esports tournament and really made it more, like... It's a nice medium between streaming and an esports event. I, I really like that, just as someone who is very interested in both.
3: Yeah, totally agree. Uh, and there's money involved, right? And they can they can put up that kind of money, and that's the best way to make a game look and feel like an esport, right and so and the way to consume it we've been consuming esports the same way for such a long time mm-hmm. right so when there's a new way of doing it like this in a game that doesn't have a spectator mode yet right, right? it's uh it's pretty amazing what they've been able to do
2: yeah it's uh i mean we have Heroes' hearth obviously does a really great job with that as well we have seen some of the you know the behind the scenes stuff there but uh i know for me personally i I can't do that (laughs) That's just too too big brain for me too much uh uh for me to do and i think that once we get that sort of uh spectator mode so that the the smooth brains like myself can run events relatively easily uh we are definitely for little legends podcast going to be running events uh in some capacity and uh it's going to be super fun uh, to be able to do that but Twitch rivals with their, you know, obviously their production staff and the the <laughs> the money that they <laughs> get these folks uh, to play is just is just great, and uh, I really uh, I really hope they continue the Twitch Rivals events. I know with some games Same. we've seen them kind of dwindle out, or you know, I mean, I just don't follow Apex or Fortnite or any of those. They're still doing them, but to me the the Twitch Rivals event is really like the i mean really it's the highest level event in terms of prize money that we've seen for tft so far so yep it is the peak tft right now yep uh but we'll be talking more about uh some of the things that we they alluded to uh in just a bit but before we do that we are going to go to a quick break here so stick around and we will be right back Indochino was founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. There's nothing that makes me look sharper than wearing a suit that fits me well. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. Everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. Believe me, a guy as big as I am needs exact measurements. The best part is that it's all affordable. All of their custom clothing is under $400. It's very easy to do, too. Just pick your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit the measurements. Two weeks, you'll have it delivered right to your door. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, it's free shipping that's indochino.com promo code blue for 30 dollars off your total purchase of 399 or more an incredible deal for made to measure clothing you really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that doesn't fit
1: when you're selling online getting your orders out can be a real pain it's time consuming it can be expensive there's so many carriers to choose from how do you know you're making the best choice That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. I have personally never had any issues with them, and they've always been incredibly great about making sure that I know when my orders are going to arrive. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. It makes them incredibly easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs, Now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, Blue Wire podcast listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code BLUE. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BLUE. At ShipStation.com, then enter offer code BLUE. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen.
2: All right, everyone. Thank you for waiting through that break. We are back here with the Little Legends podcast, and we're going to be talking about that big. I mean, it was it was not big in terms of the content, but it was big in terms of the implications that post from Riot uh, may. Nectar. Let me double check. Guess right. Mabel Nectar. Richard Henkel, uh, who is one of the uh, main—I uh, don't know what his actual title in TFT is—but he's one of the main people working on TFT. Uh, he, he posted this. out, posted some really good, cool stats and some looking f- some things about uh, what they're doing looking forward. So. Uh, we're going to talk about this and its implications and uh, really about how pumped <laughs> we are about this. Now, I know yeah. this has been out for about a week, but, of course, this happened right after our episode. So we're going to be taking – we've we've had a week to take this in and really absorb it and, and think about what the implications of it are. So let's jump right into it here. So started off talking a little bit about they just shipped uh, – uh, they just shipped – uh, 9.19 with Kaisa and Gloves. We talked ad nauseum about those. And here's the first big sort of exclamation point. Oh, there's a point of interest here. We've reached the last of the major gameplay changes for set one of Team Fight Tactics. So, Woo! right there, A, we're done with this set. B, confirmation that sets are happening, right? Like this was, I mean, this was what we thought. Mort had hinted at it and even maybe even more explicitly said it, but now it is set in stone. We are getting sets. This was set one and set one is done in terms of uh, the new content being added. And I did uh, in Mort uh, Dog stream, he did confirm that set one, uh, they're not, what that means is that they're not adding new champs or new items to the new set, but they can still do balance patches and whatnot. So really kind of crazy that we actually got this piece of information. What are your thoughts on it, Boop?
3: I think it's awesome. Uh, we, we've been kind of theory crafting this for a while, kind of like comparing it to Magic and, and Hearthstone, the Year of the Mammoth versus the Year of the Dragon, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to card games, sets are very, very popular, and uh, certain things will, you know, shimmy in and out of those sets. Mm-hmm. And it's just cool that they're, you know, already thinking about what's next, right? We've got set one, and finally, I feel like we can let a meta breathe, mm-hmm. right? And, and start learning because, like, it does feel like we're learning a new game every other week or so. Uh, but now like we know that sets are coming that means also we can get excited for more champions to be included at some mm-hmm. point right like if your favorite champion has uh ha- has not made it into the game then it, it's gonna be okay right but mm-hmm. what this also opens up is a lot of people like i'm sure there are a lot of there are a lot of characters in league that have similar abilities right mm-hmm. so uh, as, as like an example there's a character that I love, uh, a lot of people, she's very popular, named Lux, and her ultimate is very similar to Asol's ultimate. It's a single straight-line, high-damage AP mm-hmm. ultimate, right? So in this set, we've got Asol, but that means in set two we might be able to switch out Asol for Lux, mm-hmm. right? And it'll give them the ability to give certain kits similarities without having them be exactly the same with, yep. like, different designs, and it, I think, opens up more uh more of a way to keep the game solid too because you know while lux won't be a dragon it'll she'll still function in a kind of like similar capacity right. and it, it will keep things from getting crazy and so that is uh th- that's exciting for me uh what about you man
2: yeah i think just knowing that this is how big a set is and this is how big they want to set this is these are the types of numbers that we can plan to work with now I mean, this this opens up a bevy of other questions. Are they going? Is set two going to be released as big as set one is now, or are they going to do it incrementally like they did with set one? Who knows? How long does set two? Like, how long does set two exist? Do they keep adding? Like, I, we don't know any of that. But the, all those questions are going through my mind. Is there going mm-hmm. to be returning champs and items? Or are we going to see a hundred a percent new stuff now? R- Mort Dog did I, say that the I think, the, the answer I think he it. said that. Yeah, okay, yeah, I was he about did. to, yeah. Yep, on his stream, but it's not in this. So, like, when, I'm thinking of, like, when I saw this, these are the questions that are going through my mind, and, like, uh, gotcha. te- I mean, Mort said it, which means it's basically truth, right? Because it's, I guess he he knows, right? And I, I haven't seen him. He, I don't think he's lying about these things, but it's not set in stone. It's not in a patch notes. I don't take it as fact until it happens. Now, Mort's, you know, take take that for what it's worth. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's um you know, kind of going into their ne- the next few lines here they said they're going deep into uh they're we're going to do a deep gameplay dive uh and we'll go over what we learned from the design of set one and what we applied uh to set two. um they're gonna be talking about that um next month, so that would be this month uh for those of you listening now, spooktoba, yes, um it's good because this makes me think. And just from other things that Mort Dog has said in his streams uh, and in tweets, this makes me think a lot of, of Magic the Gathering. And, f- um, you know, Wizards of the Coast and Magic the Gathering have not been perfect over the years. They've definitely made some questionable design and balance decisions <laughs> over the years. But um, in my mind, their process is the gold standard for what you need to do for a card or card like a game. Uh, that TFT would apply under. You need to have, you need to be working on multiple things at the same time. You need to be working on what's out now. You need to be working on the changes and additions to that, and then you also need to be working on the future of that. So the, in in Magic, they call it the future future league. So it's not what's in rotation now. It's not what's going to be in rotation after this rotation. It's two out. And from what Mort has said and what they're alluding to here, you know, they've been working on set two for a while now, you know, they're getting their mistakes out in set one, which is, I mean, what game is not doing that, right? Like you're testing the waters in a lot of ways. You're testing, not just the the boundaries of how much stuff you can put in, what kind of stuff you can put in. And we've talked about it on the show before where the first set, feels, it's got a lot of complexities and nuance and whatnot, but before sparring gloves, all the items, especially, and even a lot of the champions feel very, um, straightforward, right? Like bloodthirster Mm -hmm. gives you damage, gives you lifesteal. That's, I mean, it's a good item, uh, but it's very straightforward and comparing that even to just one of the, um, sparring glove items you know uh you g- every time you dodge you create a small area on the board that reduces uh, attack speed by 35% like that that the the level of complexity in those is very big so i would imagine and we see this a lot in in many other card games the base set is exactly that it's you getting the um, the core, a lot of times I call it the core set, the core mechanics of the game. This is how units move. You're doing damage, etc. And then they, they ramp up the complexity and the interactions and all that in set two and, and, and sets on from that. So very exciting to see what they're going to do with that.
3: Yeah, I wonder if they're going to do what Hearthstone did. I don't know if uh, I did not ever play Magic. I've just opened packs. Um, (laughs) But the, uh, like, you know how in Hearthstone they have like a standard set, Mm -hmm. like uh, a set that is in every uh, set? And so that's been a good and bad thing for a lot of players. Mm -hmm. I think uh, a lot of people are frustrated at it right now. But at the beginning, before there was like an an, an inordinate amount of cards, it was fine. But I wonder if they're going to do something like that, because there are definitely some characters like Fiora that could be in every single Mm -hmm. set right because it's just a good basic character um yeah. and that might be easier for them to balance just in, in general and so i wonder if they're um gonna do that and then there's other things like in hearthstone like with the hall of fame where they retire people mm. to never come back again i wonder if that will take place here you, you could draw so many different kinds of conclusions mm-hmm. but like what if this is the only time we'll get to play with pantheon right right uh i think that will be more of an issue on like set three or four when like you said the complexity starts increasing Mm -hmm. uh but as of right now i wonder there's definitely going to be i I believe at least 50 percent of our current champions will be in set two is my theory
2: i think i agree i i don't um just from a work perspective, right? Like at the end of the day, they're creating a game and they have to be doing this on a very, you know, uh, strict deadline, right? If they're making 100% new stuff. That's just going to take forever. And based mm-hmm. on the clip that they're looking to go at, I doubt that they're, you know, uh, completely new stuff. And if they have to do that, then there's so many bugs and so like take what's known already even if it's as low as like 25 30 percent like i i'm fine with 50 even like 50 60 plus percent um same being, being the same because yep we don't want to play like new stuff is, is cool right but it's diminishing returns because if it's 100 new stuff we're just playing a different game, and you don't yep. feel like you're building off of what you've learned, right? Like you're losing mm-hmm. some of that. Like I'm sure if they were released, like um, you know, a expansion like would be more like what it would be like in a um, a, a board game where like here's a one-off expansion that you play in and of itself like those are fun and can be cool because they apply you know the game mechanics that it's you never know never the same exactly yeah in in very few cases um that those expansions are better than or those standoff those one-off um you know secondary games i usually just like to mash them with the old ones like that i mean even if it's like don't do that i'm like yeah, that's my game. I paid the money House for it. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing what yep. I want with it. And they're like, "Oh, I see why you didn't do that." But yeah, I think we're gonna see a nice core of what uh, we had in set one in set two. Maybe there's gonna be some tweaks and whatnot. But what I what I think they'll probably do is set one is is done. Set two will take elements of set one, trim off some of those elements because, like, you think about it, like. Wild and sorcerers and yordles; those were kind of like a, I don't even know what you would call it. Like those were like all related, right? Like if you like a lot of those units interconnected, right? Yeah, they Where synergized. They synergized across. Like there's usually like a um, a pit. Not, I don't even know what you call it. There's not even a word for it. Like an anchor unit. Like Kenan, for instance, can put you in ninjas or elementalists or yordles, right? Uh, I think if they they can take a lot of what they already have in either Yordles or Elementalists or Ninjas, take Kenan out and put a different pivot unit in a different place. Make a or like Nar, for instance, instead of having a wild uh, Yordle Shapeshifter, have a Yordle Blade Master or something, and then make a different like three um, synergy unit be a pivot. And it's like if you just swap some of those around. Like instead of having it be uh, like elementalist knights and rangers, like you can have that synergy be Blademasters, probably not so sort of Blade Master Brawler or something. like you get what I'm saying, where like there's so many things that naturally just fall into place, you can just change even just some very small stuff and make those align differently. And then compounded on top of that is the fact that they're likely gonna be adding new synergies, new
4: mm-hmm. um
2: New units all together. I think that we can have a lot of the same stuff and uh, have a very different game and a very different meta with very not even that many changes.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, again, to harken back to Hearthstone, uh, because I think I think most people who play TFT are a little familiar with Hearthstone, and uh, like every every time they add a set, they added some type of new mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. Like this last set was reborn uh and then it was magnet uh magnetize and you know for uh for for a lot of hearthstone they added like one thing that like kind of defined that set yep right yep. and they could do that here whether that be a synergy or a type of mechanic they want to mm. put in because the other thing they could do is take a synergy out right that's yep. not that's something that we haven't really talked about is maybe uh on the next set they take glacials out right and they add something else in like instead of nobles they change it to damasians which is most of the nobles are damasians anyway but mm-hmm. it'll be closer to what imperials have maybe sure. right? right and so there's a lot to work with there are actually not that many more yordles to add to the game thank mm-hmm. god uh <laughs> i mean the most famous yordle isn't in the game which is actually pretty crazy to me oh, right. uh but Tino, right? yeah
2: if and i so, know like, they have to be the most famous one <laughs>
3: yeah and so it's it's just like yeah like so basically it's like yeah you can have these like pivot points and all this other stuff but we don't know right we have absolutely no clue what they're thinking about because uh there's so many options let me google real quick how many characters in league of legends right how many characters in a league Okay, because I think it's like 300-something. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, no, never mind. It's 145. Okay, I was going to say 100-something. I, I definitely like to go the grandiose way. <laughs> um, but, like, there's 145, and there's, like, 60-something in the current set. So, there's still half the roster yep. that they can work with while using some of it. So, say, take 20 more. Mm-hmm. Right, and then put them in the game with like the Fioras and stuff. Take some of the synergies out, add some mm-hmm. synergies. Like it could be a completely different experience in a in a very like Hearthstone like way, which is a little scary because not all of those, like not all of those hit very well. Right, like right. Quests was very polarizing. Mm-hmm. Right, for some uh, Quests were super fun, and when they were balanced, they were good. But there was also you know Exodia Mage and Quest Rogue and that those were super toxic and not that great but and i think the closest thing we have to that that we've ever seen was probably uh mm-hmm. right so those things can happen too so it's not just like butterflies in the future even though i think there will be um and then the other thing that's actually really cool to think about is a lot of characters in league get reworked so like volibear mm-hmm. is currently going through a rework so the volibear we have in this set is probably going to be very different than the volibear in the next set and that's actually really exciting too
2: Yeah, I uh, the one thing that Mort has said in the streams, again, I keep referencing these, you should definitely follow him on Twitch, twitch twitch.tv slash is if he were, he said, if I were designing a set today, I would not ship Dragon as it is. Um, So it's like, okay, they're probably not putting Dragon, at least how we know it today, (laughs) in set two, because... I think that they have learned a lot from, like, what's fun, what's yeah. not fun. How, like, how can we do cool things uh, while also having it be balanced? So, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I don't think they need to really change even that much in order to make a huge impact. I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen how big uh, just adding a, a handful of characters can be.
3: Uh, to, yeah, to- yeah, totally. And, you know, it, it's so funny that you say that because – Again, like I think that just just the similarities between Hearthstone and what they're going through right now and TFT are just so high because mm-hmm. I was I was uh, reading a Hearthstone article a while ago and they said the biggest regret they ever had was creating Stone Tusk 4, which was a one cost one one uh, card with charge mm-hmm. and so basically what uh, Stone Tusk for did was stopped a lot of the design. They couldn't Mm -hmm. do cool things because a stone tusk boar was in the game, right? So they'd think about all these like cool things that they could do, but because of this one card, right, that was in the basic set that I guess they could move to the Hall of Fame if they wanted to, but have not at this point Mm -hmm. was... Was choking out their designs, yeah. and I think dragons definitely fall into that category, mm-hmm. right? We can't add any dragons because all dragons will be strong based off like how how it works right now. It's, right. Just, it's free magic resist, like what Ionic Spark was a while ago. It's just free damage, yep. right? And so uh, I wonder, outside of dragons, if there's any other unit like that in, in the game right now that like they're just like waiting to get out of the set, so they have like maybe they've got something super cool planned. Uh, but they haven't been able to do it because of a single unit in the game right
2: yeah I I definitely understand that mindset because it's like when you're designing it's like oh man we could do this cool thing we're like we give in our stone that is we could give a unit like plus thirty plus thirty for a turn uh, we give a plus thirty attack and plus 30 health for a turn but it dies at the end of turn it can only you know gains uh rush which is what they they changed essentially charge into it can only attack minions though. uh but you can't do it yeah basically
3: they're like charge is a bad idea they try to get rid of it but Test yeah. transport was still in the basic set with yeah. charge right so yeah
2: I, I think dragon is definitely the closest thing to that in tft uh but fortunately for just how the game engine of tft and the game itself works like there's like built-in maximums right like you can only mm-hmm. do I don't know, 25 or 28... Da- I don't know what the maximum amount of damage you could do in one turn is, but, like, you can only do so much, and and it early on, you can't do it. So it's, like, it's not, like... Unless there was... I guess the thing would be, like, if uh, Elise, like, kept spawning spiders or something, and you had some sort of item that kept generating mana, and you just filled your board up with infinite spiders and killed someone in one turn. But... So like I guess if there's like a summoner class that would be something that they would have to worry about if they kept dealing damage it's like oh every time uh I don't know I don't know enough of the champions to, to know what would make sense but you know we keep making the it keeps spawning these champions but because we did a you know we we did this mana generation uh, item that gave them super mana and then we slowed our own attack somehow so we weren't killing you fa- it's like yeah but there's really not like I mean, Gwinsu's can be, give you infinite attack, but there's a cap to it. And even then, like, all, what are you even doing? Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, I've just, uh,
3: I think, though, it might be closer to kind of compare that to some of the synergies we have, right? Like yeah. something like Hextech, right? That That is kind of choking out some design prospect. We don't know, again, but I, I could, I would, yeah. I would assume that not all of these synergies are surviving. No, uh, because I don't think so. Because actually, summoner class would be really cool. Because there's a couple in League that are really awesome characters, like Annie, summons a bear, right. uh Like Daisy is a summon for a character in League uh, okay. of Legends, the, the golem. Yeah. Um, and so, like that could totally be a thing. What would like? What would be like a cool class? I know you don't have like a ton of League of Legends uh, knowledge, but mm-hmm. what what's something that you'd like like to see?
2: So I'm just thinking of. Uh... Dota Auto Chess. Dota Auto Dota Auto Chess has like they don't have a summoner class but they have more units that summon units like um Venomancer for instance like mm-hmm. Arc Yeah. They they summon little uh, those are always cool. I always like those. They're usually not super great just like in general across games because it's hard to make them good but not broken. <laughs> like it's yeah. usually like, oh, I summoned a million and oh they're overtuned. Uh we need to nerf them into oblivion. Um that that's always cool because I, I feel like it's just satisfying to see like your your board like keep growing and growing and that's always cool. Um I also liked um I'm trying to think what else there was. Undead, I always liked because it's like it gives you, it just gives you like armor pen, which I guess is kind of like no, there's not really anything like that in TFT. Um, but yeah, I mean, there could there could definitely be some cool things. Like I I want to see more characters from League, um, even though I don't know a ton of them. Um, like Gragas is definitely one that I have always wanted. You know, I always liked. Um, he'd probably be a brawler sorcerer which would be cool well you can't he'd have to have uh he'd have to have an origin too you think so yeah i think you have to have an origin a, a trait right At oh yeah that's right each. that's right so
3: he would most likely be i think in his current iteration like five years ago he would be a sorcerer but now he's definitely a brawler because he's a jungler. Well, he
2: could be both but he would need something else too you need like I wonder
3: what it would be. I don't know Gragas' lore all that well. I mean, he just likes drinking.
2: Yeah. I mean you could also they can also pull oh, from his yeah. skins too.
3: Yeah, Kenobi actually has a really cool one, the Ascended. There's like a whole like desert lore uh group. Like uh, there's an AD carry named Sivir. Um Zareth is a is a mage that does like damage in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Like there's like so much that you can do. I, I would I would uh I, I would I would go ahead and bet that and we could go back to this once set two gets released um the three characters i'm almost positive are going to be in the game are going to be Timo okay. because something that we don't have is anyone who sets up traps right right so like uh he he sets shrooms down mm-hmm. and so like say like a unit walks over the shroom it does a bunch of damage i think that could be really oh, interesting be cool. he he also has a blind and so that's another thing that we don't have in the game yet and uh so Timo, um annie because she's just like pretty popular in League of Legends and then Lux was the other one that I was thinking of too mm. like those are three um or uh, and then the other one would probably be Ezreal like those are all like League of Legends characters right uh that we don't have in the game yet like they're in all of the movies you know they're oh. like uh Lux I would feel like is almost the equivalent of like of like Tracer uh, okay. and so well um uh, like in terms of like lore mm. uh same thing like Ash I would put up there too uh but because Ash is the first character you play in League yep. of Legends uh and so yeah those are those are three i hope to see
2: yeah i want to see dr mundo because he's just weird and zany he'd probably be a shapeshifter right probably i would think so
3: uh no he'd be be, be, he'd be a brawler for sure uh but someone who regens health really quickly uh that'd
2: be really cool yeah he would like have like a he could have like warmogs like built into him or something uh-huh. Um, but I mean, he could be a shapeshifter, right? Isn't it? Doesn't his alt like make him turn. No, into, his Ult know, is called
3: is. Sadakist and he does damage to himself uh, at the start of it, but he gets like
2: super strong regen. after uh, that. Oh, okay. I'm, I think I'm thinking of someone from uh Dota. <laughs> I'm mixing up my games here, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I leave that to the designers of the game to come up with cool ideas and then I just play them. I'm not, a, I'm not a designer. Um, but I, there's definitely a lot of cool characters that they could bring that they could bring out. Um, and I would like to see, even though I'm not, not super familiar, that just, that just opens up more characters that I can play in actual league, which yep. would be sweet. Yep. Uh, because I only play, I'm a TFT main, so I can only play TFT characters <laughs> in
3: league. <laughs> well, uh, um, the other crazy thing about like, now that we're kind of, uh, outside of, uh, the sets is the mm-hmm. fact that TFT is more popular than a That was actually something that was nutty to be to see because Aram was always the I don't want to play League, so I'm just going to play Aram, right? Uh, And it was like the casual thing, but to see that it's like way more popular than Mm Aram right now uh, bodes very good for the game, right? That I think like that popularity of Aram is the line, right? Tft Mm -hmm. I feel like has to maintain over that popularity in order to like continue getting the resources it's currently getting, Um, and it's good because it's also really uh, consistent. So I think we have a lot of TFT in our futures, my friends. It's exciting to see.
2: Yeah, and another thing that I've seen them uh, talk about is, like, people have... I mean, I haven't experienced these personally, but these, like, one-off sort of PvE adventures that they've done in like, event different types of modes that aren't ARAM or TFT, like, people like them, but that single-player content gets eaten up so quickly by people. And it's just not worth the amount of investment that they put into it. Like it's so timely, uh, time consuming, and uh, you know, they're, therefore money consuming to make this content. And it just doesn't like people do it in a week and it's done. Whereas like TFT and these other and, and even ARAM, like these PVP modes, like they have infinite replayability, right? Because you're the competition is the is the replayability even if even if everything is figured out to an extent like playing against and g- going up the ladder is the replayability so it's it's good to know um, mm-hmm. that that's coming and in that vein, uh, moving on a little bit into this article, uh, they said they don't want to spoil everything but they will but they uh, say that they are committing to building a competitive team or competitive scene for TFT starting in twenty twenty that's the biggest thing for for me personally, and I think you share the sentiment boop for the show and for us Ooh. as casters, it's like oh buy in from the <laughs> from the developer it's huge
3: that's all you ask for sometimes right i just need a little bit of buy-in and then we'll take it to where it needs to be the community will help and i think that's definitely true for tft it's so it's exciting i i am in 2020 is not that far away guys it's literally three months away to think about it yep that's nuts a whole decade will have been over in 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 two months and 30 days
2: (sighs) that's crazy to think about we're going into the 20s um the Roaring Twenties, man. The TFT Twenties, the Tubular Twenties. Uh, yep, absolutely crazy there, um, and yeah, they. I mean, they talked about how the proportion of ranked to normal games is four to one. Makes sense. Once you get comfortable, like there's really no reason to play normal um, unless you want to just mess around, um, which is cool because, like, you know, some sometimes a game. People don't want to play ranked. They don't care about ranked. There's not mm-hmm. incentive. There's just not that competitive mentality. People try to force the competition on it. I mean, so many games we see come out, and they're like, oh, this game's developed for eSports, and it's going to have the biggest tournament scene. Yeah, okay. it it It's not. Like, it's, it's not a what came first, chicken or the egg. You know which one. You know which one came first. Like, you know what needs to happen first. The community needs to have the buy-in first. They can't... I mean, you can... If you have all the money in the world, you can push it and say, hey, this is going to be an eSport. Go make this an eSport and like it. Fans, players of the game, (laughs) you're going to want to do competitive. Um, Hashtag lawbreakers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But... It's it's played out. I mean, we see Heroes Earth, Twitch Rivals, OEL. I mean, there's other tournaments too. There's other um, unstreamed where people are doing tournaments that aren't even streamed. Uh, they're just you know sixty hundred dollar pots every couple of weeks just to play the game. I mean, I've seen Crowan and Jay Shrita just in these like weekend tournaments. Actually, those might have been OELs, but uh, where they're just like, uh, hey, what what tournament is this? Oh, it's a tournament series. We're playing for you know fifty bucks. Yeah. That's what you need to see. It's not like, oh, this game looks like it could be competitive. It's like we're seeing people for basically nothing, right, going and yeah. doing these tournaments. Um, and that's what they've seen, and they've seen the numbers for this, and they know that that's what we're looking for. And the other uh, really kind of the, the biggest – well, that that is the biggest thing to me. But the other thing that was really talked about from this article is that there's over 33 million – uh people playing tft every month which is almost the population of canada uh in addition there are 100 thousands 100 1 million hours of game time since launch 720 million hours coming from the last 30 days alone this was of course last week uh yeah absolutely insane and when you look at like Um, I don't know the exact numbers, but just in talking to people, like if you combine all of Blizzard's titles with the exception of the spike in uh, Classic WoW right now, it's like 30 million for all of their titles combined.
3: Well, I mean, that just goes to show like how much of a hold Riot Games has on, on just internet gaming. Right. It's uh internet mm. e- news sports, if you will. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: new sports, nu uh, sports.
3: Yeah, GNU. Um, yeah, yeah, new sports. That would Gnar that Gnar sports? Sports. Oh, That'd be a really <laughs> great name for like uh an esports team. New sports. <laughs> um, good is a, an interesting word to use there. <laughs> good news sports. Uh but yeah, it's right. Q-lash, it's Q lash, man. It's Q lash. They know what they're doing, right? Yeah. And uh, an investor is going to be so, feel so much better investing in something like a Riot Games because they've got, you know, mm-hmm. seven to eight years of, League of Legend, quality League of Legends, right? Yep. Like, their production value is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you don't really get that. It's interesting because I think the International is probably one of the best-run uh, events in all of esports. Yep. But the relationship with, like, with Valve and stuff is a little interesting. They do things a little differently. So Riot's a little yep. bit more... Um, classic company uh they do things like people expect yep. right they have they have but they also have like that extreme polish that overwatch league is so wanting right now mm-hmm. right that they that the overwatch league has been striving for because what is the peak it's riot games right yep. there is no question about it maybe maybe Fortnite in a couple years right if the game you know maintains its popularity but um overwatch league probably won't get there until you know, a, at least a couple more years because what league has is sustainable yeah. right now and super sustainable so they can invest into i mean they only made one game for 10 years right. so now they have a different game mode in tft think about like all of the success that's already there because they're riot right and mm. so and like the fact that a lot of us came from Valve playing Underlords, and we're like, okay, this game will be better because Riot Games made it. And it'll mm-hmm. be more polished, and it'll be easier to play, and you know, this, this, and that. And uh, yeah, so you got you got to trust Riot in that sense. They 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 have other things that are questionable, uh, but in terms of sustaining something and saying mm-hmm. they want to make it an eSport, they're going to make it an eSport. So uh, I, I, we just got to give the
2: give them our trust for now. Yeah, and I mean, I think the comparison with Overwatch League is an interesting one because I think Overwatch League is almost trying to do something different uh, like by design. They're not like they're not trying to just copy what I mean they want the same success or more success than League uh, than Riot does obviously but I think they're kind of going at it in a different way with the franchising and, and the localization and whatnot, but that, that's, a yeah, complete...
3: I'm speaking more towards like the polished. Yes. yes. Of, mm-hmm. uh, and like, just like the apparel and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There are definitely some similarities that they, they had sure. to do something different because riot owns that. Right. Right. Cause no one's going to do it better than riot ever. Right. right. So you have to do it your own way. And that's why franchising was such a great idea and so in terms of like the polish and the sustainability Mm -hmm. you know and all that
2: stuff it's still right games at the top yeah which makes me extremely excited (laughs) about what they have for tft and uh i'm I'm like literally speechless like this was such a such an exciting thing like this is what i hope for right like you know we Mm -hmm. can start we can start little legends and think okay well you know maybe this will be like you know like smash bros has been for so many years there's never been support from nintendo uh for melee there's some like <laughs> biggest air quotes in the world support for the scene uh, even for ultimate and the newest game but it's just so like they miss the mark completely it's not what esports is it's not what anyone wants it's they just do it their own way and they don't care because they're ga- they're making their game they don't care about the esports scene they're not trying to make the money off esports they're trying to make their money off of selling copies of the game which makes yep. sense i get that um but also screw you nintendo because you could do you, you have such a great game for i'm not going off on that tangent riot gets it it's a you know compared to those companies like nintendo and even blizzard it's a newer company founded by people who know Like they know the scene more than a lot of these other companies. Valve also takes a weird stance on things, Um, and it's it's very exciting to see this. It's it's exciting to see the numbers and how many people are playing, and I mean just from what we've started, right? Like we've we've done other uh, podcasts and stuff, and this one has really grown kind of crazily, uh, at least from what I've seen, and it's it's really kind of being echoed in what we're seeing in TFT overall. So. Very exciting to see that. And with the competitive – with them formally announcing – going to be announcing something competitive in 2020, it really makes me feel good about some of the concerns that we have now. It's like a lot of people I see are like, it's a new game every two weeks, or some people are saying every week, and it's like so hard to keep up. It's like, well, if they have a more structured season where – it's 2 months or something for a season and maybe mm-hmm. they'll do like balance small balance patches but they're not adding anything if the set's fully come out and it's like you're getting a whole new set and there's nothing new that's going to be coming out or or we know like every 3 weeks or something new we can plan for that that i think will help people digest it a little bit more um and not have to feel like They need to stay on top of it every week, even though you can stay on top of it by listening to little legends podcast every week. (laughs) But I get what people are saying where I I just took this weekend off and I feel like I'm behind, right? If people take a week off, I can't imagine. Um, So I'm feeling really good about what riot is, uh, is, is throwing down here.
3: Yeah. I think um, there does need to be a little bit more support for some of the smaller communities. Mm-hmm. uh uh that stream uh because sure. i i i bet that skara and you know disguised toast oh, and Ha-Fu. dog yeah. uh hafu becca all those people probably make up like i don't I don't know how this is for other games like 95% of the twitch viewership right cuz you look below yeah. them in on twitch and like after after like becca it's like 300 viewers and then lower right and so yeah. uh well, I, I I hope that there's going to be a little bit more support in terms of just, like, some of the smaller streamers because, you know, it's good to have, like, your main staple, but there also needs to be that, like, next generation, right? People who potentially right. started playing TFT as their game, right? right? That weren't necessarily League streamers or Hearthstone streamers before that. Uh, and a little bit of growth there would be
2: really awesome,
3: but we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's more of... That's just more of a that's Twitch. That's not TFT specifically. Like, I mean, I think when XQC is streaming overwatch, he's a hundred percent of the viewers (laughs) or Aspen or like, there's like five overwatch streamers now that have probably 99% of all the Mm -hmm. like watch time for overwatch. I think that's the case for a lot of these games. Now Hearthstone or something like games that have big presences and a variety of different regions like hearthstone i know has a lot of you know they've got korean viewers they've got russian viewers and it's like well i'm not gonna watch i'm just not gonna watch a russian streamer because i don't understand what they're saying and i would rather listen to something i can understand which is i at least think would be understandable right um so you'll see some more diversity there but i i don't know i think that's i mean I heard so a stat, Heroes of yeah. the
3: Storm um, did a really good job on it just with their launcher. And so... The launcher um, and, is
2: a good way to do that.
3: Yeah, and so, like, just to, to th- 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 kind of those highlights because that's how you do it, right? Because, right. you know, Scar is streaming right now with eight and a half thousand viewers and that's amazing for TFT, but uh, I know Heroes of the Storm like, would have different people on the launcher every yeah. week and that definitely helped prop up the bottom side mm-hmm. uh, of, the, of, of the middle. And... Uh, I'd like to see a little bit more of that. Just uh, in terms that of like the league partnership idea. program, not just mm-hmm. going to disguise Toast, but going to this person who has 300 viewers right now, right? Uh, but might be able to grow with a little bit of support.
2: I, I definitely, when you look at it from the and, and nothing against Toast, but Toast's brand and business is not tied to TFT inherently. Mm-hmm he will be streaming whatever new game he wants to, because that's, he can, and he doesn't need, like he doesn't need T TFT needs disguised toast more than disguised toast needs TFT right now. Right. So like at (laughs) any time, if he doesn't like the game or whatever, he can leave. Um, but, you know, people like, I don't know, Little Legends Podcast, they could definitely knock. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Uh, no, but I, I do agree with what you're saying. I, I And and the launcher, the Blizzard launcher, and uh, they could theoretically do it in the Riot launcher, too, is definitely a cool way. Like, hey, here's the, you know, here's a unique streamer. Here's an up-and-comer. Here's someone who won. Here, Here's the winner of the Hero's Hearth. I mean... That's just the type of cool thing they could do. Here, here are some tournament winners, some local tournaments that even if they did – even if the man, I'm just thinking of this off the top of my head. Even if they had like – they had the league partner program. What if they had like a TFT tournament partner program where like you have to fill out a form and meet certain requirements, but you get Riot certification or like Riot – it's almost like Magic the Gathering does this where like you can get sanctioned and run events at your store, like um, wizard-sanctioned events. And they sometimes they give out some extra prizes and stuff like they give out RP or maybe like skins or something. I don't know. Blizzard does it, too, with the with the um, the tavern brawls or whatever or the. Um,
3: yeah, 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 things. yeah. And they did
2: something like that where it's like Heroes Hearth can be a lead, uh, TFT uh, partnered tournament and they'll show up in the TFT partnered tournament directory and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, right. I feel free to use all of these ideas that I'm coming up with off the top of my head. Uh uh, you, you can have
3: hashtag hire
2: ha- ha- us um, hashtag if you're hiring yeah um but yeah no there, there's a lot of cool things they could do definitely that's uh i didn't even think about that sort of stuff but that's really cool yeah um also i'm just now noticing you made us one goal no no, uh, no uh-uh. i didn't <laughs> kyle made us one goal shout out to kyle <laughs> Win who made this awesome <laughs> layout for us uh for those of you listening in podcast world we have a video layout on twitch and <laughs> we look like units but we're only one gold <laughs> we're one gold <laughs> units because we want to hyper roll ourselves boop that's why <laughs> still better than camille true um okay any anything else from this um from this post that uh caught your eye boop
3: no i think we i think we covered it all i'm excited for set two man i Mm -hmm. like what's going to come up what kind of like complicated game mechanics are going to try to add in Mm -hmm. uh, because again like it could be the best thing to ever happen in the game to have this kind of thing in it Mm -hmm. or it could be a little bit of a struggle right like there was that there were demons in the previous iteration Mm -hmm. right like that was awful and so at least the game gets patched way more frequently than hearthstone True. does like in hearthstone you like live with it for like months and then yeah. like there's like two patches throughout a season and you're like oh my goodness yeah. <laughs> right like you're just playing with toxicity for forever and, yeah. and for what it feels like and it just like it starts becoming like you know atlas like carrying the world and uh at least here that's gonna happen less often so that that makes me really excited too well
2: cool. and they TFT specifically's business model is not dependent on cards being good, right? Yep. This needs to be a fun set. A balanced, I think a balanced set is going to, you know, depending on what they, they might have more monetization, but at this point it's just buying Little Legends, right? A fun and balanced team fight tactics and good Little legend skins will make more money than, like, a unit being good, right? Because you can't buy that unit. It's not like... I'm buying packs to open up so-and-so. It's like, nope, that's not how the game works. So that's that's a good inherent thing that kind of keeps it from getting to a point like Hearthstone um, has. Yeah.
3: yeah, they have better monetization options, right? Mm-hmm. Because you could also buy battlefield. I'm sure that's going to happen too uh, instead passes. of getting a your pack. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, actually, like battlefields, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. You know how we can change those up. Mm-hmm. I'd buy some cool ones for sure. And so uh, we'll uh, we'll see again what the future holds. We say that a lot, but this time uh, it, it's very it's very prudent. What does
2: the future hold? <laughs> what Hearthstone card is that? Does anyone know? Anyone know? No, a, I don't. Ten I'm points sorry. to Gryffindor to anyone who knows that. Uh, but let's move on here. Uh, I think it's uh, Bane or uh, what's his name? Bloodhoof the Torin four five oh Karen Karen Karen. I was yeah, Bane for some reason. Um, Bane, Bane
3: is what happens after he dies.
2: Burn. burn, will kill the Batman. Um, I don't know how to sound like Bane. Uh, I've never seen that movie. Let's move on here to <laughs> our Mort Retort section. Uh, I've gone over at least some of this stuff, but this was. These are all either quotes or. Uh, if not direct quotes, then essences or recaps of what of things that Mort has said either on Twitter or in his stream. Uh, one thing that we talked about and alluded to he said set two will not be a hundred percent new. So like we had um thought it's it's not gonna be a hundred percent new. I think that's a good thing. We already talked about that though. Um, also said that set two will come out next season. But that TFT seasons are not the same as Summoner's Rift seasons, so if you're trying to extrapolate based on, I, I don't know how those work. Boops, maybe you can give some insight here. But the Summoner's Rift season, or the, as we call it, League of Legends proper season, will not be the same as a TFT season. So,
3: okay, cool. So uh, rank seasons are pretty long in league okay. of legends uh, proper uh and so like we're i think in the thick of a spin right now and that's actually gonna either mean that T- that probably means that tft seasons will be shorter mm-hmm. than league of legends seasons because yeah. you get a lot you get like months in a league of legends season mm-hmm. um and that's and so that means like once a season rolls over there because uh, at the end of a season they usually add or take away like a ton of stuff um, mm-hmm. In League of Legends proper, like they'll add items, or you know they'll do a bunch of reworks at once, or oh, they'll crap. redo like the rune pages and stuff like that. And so it just sounds like that'll be different for TFT. Like the mm-hmm. tempo for that will be different, which is cool.
2: Yeah, I do. Th- I, I do think that the adjusting that and being able to say, okay, a month is too short, but three months is too long, or something like that. Um, I mean, maybe a month isn't too short, but I, I think that's a good clip. I don't want it to be. Once we start getting... We don't want to get to that Hearthstone level where it's like... Yeah, the new set comes out and there's a new one in four months. Have fun, guys. Maybe we'll patch it. <laughs> but probably not. Um, <laughs> hashtag just buy more cards, Forehead. Uh, yeah, so that's that's, that's good um, to know that we're not locked into being on the same cycle as Summoner's Rift. Um, another thing that Mort said about the ranked season... Uh, is that they do plan to do some sort of reset of rank. So if we're in I don't know if it's gonna be an MMR, a hidden MMR reset or just a rank reset where we're going back Ooh, to the beginning. Makes but me nervous. It makes me a little bit nervous, but also a sense of relief where I can you know, it's all going to reset. Let's just play it out.
3: Mm-hmm. If I hit
2: if we're getting if they're doing it like most other games do, you'll get rewards based on whatever your highest rank was not your current rank so play and be merry so you theoretically can't go any lower than your highest thing you can but you'll still get rewards or whatever based on your highest yeah
3: i wonder um i can almost guarantee you if you're like platinum above you'll probably get like a special little legend i wonder at least that's what i would do right because uh in league of legends if you're i think gold or above you get a special skin for the rank season so like uh that would be like the most obvious thing would be to get like a little legend for free um i wonder like like a like a cool like champion legend or something that would be sick I, i hope they're doing something like that
2: I do too. And I hope that I don't have to grind up to challenger to get a cool thing because that's going to be way more work and way more skill than I'm going to be able to do. So <laughs> I hope that like it tops out at diamond or I'll even take grandmaster. Cause that gives me a carrot to like really grind in. But if it's challenger, Oh, that's just going to be too stress inducing for me. Um, but I'm going to want it. So rip, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mort did tweet out uh, I think it was earlier yesterday. Uh, he said he locked down they locked down some 9.20 TFT changes they should be on PBE tomorrow which I think is probably today if you're listening to this in podcast world. Uh, the spiciest one is the gunslinger extra shots are going from one two and three extra shots to one three and five. So slingers baby coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just gonna make yordles even better true it's gonna make uh but it's gonna make wild gunslingers just insane
3: oh yeah that's true there isn't a wild gunslinger though so you would need your four gunslingers and four wild uh separate just just right just level eight just go to level eight just go to level eight Yep. you got to get there first right because gunslingers man can be can be hard to get there
2: it, it definitely can but I mean you, I mean you got some good early units and then obviously the the decent late late game ones as well um okay and the last thing we got here from mort was actually very interesting to me um this is he actually posted out the you know you know thief gloves it's two um what are the what are, the, what, are the, what is the actual base item called rogues Gloves. you got it is it rogues glove is that what it's actually called rogue gauntlet rogue (laughs) thieves gloves rogues thief i don't i have no idea what it's called i need my i need my sheet (laughs) whatever it is the two of the new items together gives you gives your unit uh two random items but they're not actually random they come from this big spreadsheet, which Mort tweeted out, actually. Um, and there's different tiers. So I, I believe it's based on your Little Legend level. Um, but there's tier one combos, tier two combos, tier three combos, and tier four combos. So if you're high level, you get tier four combos. And if you're lower level, you get lower uh, lower tier combos. So this was just an interesting thing that... Uh, I mean, we retweeted it on Twitter at Legends Pod on Twitter. You should definitely be following us if you are not already. Um, just inter- just an interesting little tidbit here. Nothing really super insightful, but just interesting to know.
3: Yeah, everything's intentional, right? Game design's not just a bunch of random things, right? You got to think of everything. If you don't, then the big problems happen. Yes. Uh, but they i've actually been very happy with how i think the tempo has been a little quick but just overall outside of some Kasastin things uh shenanigans i think uh the balance team's been doing a great job and
2: i mean i i love those but that's okay um all right um we will wrap up the show here in the way that we do traditionally like to when we don't have uh, two and a half plus hour shows under our belts already. We're gonna be talking about um some awesome comps that people posted in the Discord. Uh we like to see whatever you get first place with. Doesn't matter if it's ranked or, or what have you or what rank you are, normal, whatever. We just want to see the comps. Um you can head over to Discord.me littlelegendspodcast little legends podcast. Go to the post your comp uh, text channel and and post a screenshot and uh we do get a lot of them uh which is really awesome i'm glad to see them there's always little 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 conversations uh and discussions with them as well Uh, but i will pick out a, uh, a few of them to talk about on the show so make sure you get those in. First one here actually comes from me. This is a match I played yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's uh, very
3: interesting. Yes. Uh, leading
2: off I, with... I just uh, pick out random ones. You know, I just happened to get there. <laughs> uh, no, I picked out mine because uh, this is a really weird game. So I did go assassins. I ended up with a level three. This is actually ninja assassins. Level three Zed, level two Akali, uh, and then Kennen and uh, Shen as well. But uh, yeah, it was four... Four ninja, four imperial, uh, and I believe. Let's see, what is that? One, two, three. No, I did. I, I guess I didn't get six assassins. I, I thought I might have made someone an assassin, but three assassins, four imperial, four ninjas, uh, and it got there. It was a really weird game. Like I pivoted like probably three or four times um, off of ninjas. And then back into ninjas, and I was six assassins at one time, and I cut down to get the imperials in. It was a really weird and wacky game, uh, but I ended up getting there in the end. It was a, it was a fun one. I like the
3: tier one Darius, just like chilling out.
2: I had, I actually had uh, seven Dariuses at one point, and then I sold them out. I got rid of all of them. I kept the Katarina and then I actually had seven Katarinas at one time as well. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to sell them all. Got them back. Like I, I bought and re and sold and rebought uh, all the Imperials and some of the ninjas multiple times. It was a really weird game. I wish I would have streamed it. The next one here we've got uh, from Joey posted this one. Uh, that's their in-game name. I'm sorry. I mi- I missed their um, name and discord. My apologies, but just a good old, you know shapeshifters <laughs> got a little bit nerfed but uh a gold a gold shivana still pretty good
3: no do you know why i'm laughing
2: why well,
3: read the name of the
2: eighth place oh <laughs> <laughs> it's ganks for Nudes, if you're wondering <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that is pretty and pretty meat lover 95 <laughs> is number 2 uh, dank can't, so, dank tank and dank. yeah mister ganks for Nudes, that's C- so funny yo girl yeah, they, these name smiths are are just genius here in this game. But <laughs> classic uh shapeshifter build here. Let's see it's at 1 2 shapeshifter dragon looks like there's some yordles here wild for wild as well. This is a this is the type of comp that I've run many times before very strong and uh in the previous patch and now I think still strong, even though Nar and some of the shapeshifters got a little bit of a, a a nerf. I think that this is still a very viable build going into this mm-hmm. patch for sure. Next one here, we've got uh, Mister Be Like Bennett. Uh <laughs> bend it like Bennett, bend it, bend it like be- no, that has implications. Bend <laughs> it like Bennett's here. Good old fashioned uh, knights. Rangers. Uh a little bit of glacial action going. Is that six nights actually? One, two, three, four, five. Maybe made someone a night, So that could have been six nights actually with some rangers. Uh That's good comp. Yeah. Four rangers with the Kaisa. I didn't even see the Kaisa there. Yeah. Very, very good comp here. Um, very nice one. We got another one here from Nail. And this is this is uh one of the comps that kind of arose from this new patch the Golden Knights. We've got a gold Poppy, a gold Darius, a gold Garen, a gold uh, Mordkaiser, and the gold Vein here paired with a uh, Kindred Sejuani and a Kali for just a really, really strong comp especially if you itemize that Vein with some Giant Slayers and some other stuff it can be just, just absolutely devastating in this meta. That's a Katarina, my friend. Oh, what did I say? The I, I mixed those two up for um it's
3: actually pretty crazy because kenya west um (laughs) who is in second place has a gold lucian a gold camille gold graves and a gold tristana so So a lot of three builds yep making it into the top two yep oh this next one is great
2: oh yeah i I, i'll give you the the honors of this one (laughs) Boop. (laughs) so um i don't know if you guys can see it on twitch i don't
3: think you guys can but um we we did reference this game earlier Uh, we got admiral john john who happens to be the man i'm married to um (laughs) with a straight up yordle sorcerer comp um but i think more more interestingly um is eighth place uh, which is boopasaurus and look my comp's not even that bad like I don't know, I don't even. I have no idea why I got eighth this game. I was so frustrated. I literally like got up off of my chair and like and like hit another chair. Oh, and I no. was like, and yeah, and I was like, F- <laughs> F- "Fuck you,
2: Arnold, man."
3: <laughs> yeah, like it. really... this game really got to me. And then uh, all of a sudden, I see my husband typing in Little Legends, and I'm like,
2: no, <laughs>
3: everyone's gonna know.
2: <laughs> it's funny because. You know, I usually just I just look at the top comp. I don't look at the rest of the lobby a lot of the times. But he specifically said, take a look at who got eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is some gluten free copy pasta. Second to last one here uh, we had from Wax Burrito, which this is again, some more. This is some more yordles, wild shapeshifters, notably here and dragons as well. Uh nor notably here, two level two NARS. Uh just That's just crazy. Dirty. Just just dirty. Um and last and certainly not least, I had to I had to grab this one from our good friend Sphinxy Boy. Sphinxy Boy. Uh on his all on his uh alt here. And uh he posted it and just said no comment. And uh I'm I'm the reason he said no comment is because that very first unit he has is is a tier three actual Akali, not a Katarina. This is actually Akali tier three. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what, what, actual what's scum. actually like
3: super revealing about this? I believe he's challenger on this account or Gr- at Masters. least
2: grandmasters.
3: Um, and look at how much better everyone is at rolling. Look at all of the st- <laughs> like. Look how much better they are than us, right? <laughs> like you can you can just tell like, based on like what team
2: comps we're looking at right, right now. Yeah. So uh, st- good job, my boy. Yes, always good uh, to see those comments. Make sure you get them to us again, Discord.me, slash a Legends podcast. It's a good place to go. Uh, we're a very vocal community. We have Fight Nights, or sorry, not Fight Nights, Game Nights on Friday. I'm sorry I missed last Friday. It was out, but I will be there this Friday. Uh, we have them. Um, just come in, and say hi, post a comp, ask some questions. we got some really cool people and some really cool text channels in there. We take all feedback in there uh, as well, but... That is going to be it as we wind down here. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Little Legends Podcast. Um, any any feedback you have, just get it to us on Discord. Again, remember, follow us on all of the platforms. We're basically Little Legends Podcast everywhere. On Twitter, we're at LIL Legends Pod. Uh, Patreon.com slash Little Legends Podcast. YouTube, search Little Legends Podcast. Blah, 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 blah. Little Luscious Podcast, all the podcast platforms, uh, we are there. Make sure you're searching for Prediction as well. That's Prediction with two E's. Uh, leave a review and all that stuff there. But, Boop, where can we find you on the Internet outside of the podcast?
3: Uh, www. I mean... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. That's, that's for the patrons only. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: okay, okay, okay. Um, you'll hear the, the, the rest of that website if you uh, donate. Uh, to our Patreon, uh, but
2: uh, it is going to be Twitter.com slash Besaurus Rex. Yes. And you can find me at the underscore Blevins or just tweet at the little legends one. I will see both. But guys, that is it for the week. Thank you all so much for listening. Let us know how you're doing in 9.19 and we'll see you next week and talk about 9.2.
4: Peace. Goodbye. <laughs>